Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Herb Sessions. I am your host, Herb, and today I have (laughs) (laughs) my older brother, the founder, Thick Guns Chris Herb. What's up, dude? Back on stage. Long time no see, dude. It's It's been been a while. It's been a little bit, man. Summertime. Yeah. How you been? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Exhausted. But Exhausted from what? Cheers. From you. <laughs> what are you drinking tonight? Blatons. You can see it on that little bottle over there. Some Blatons and some Latins, uh, Blatons, however you want to say it. That's Jameson how you say it. IPA. And you're drinking Jameson IPA? Yeah. Yum. Delicious. Uh, go ahead and check out the other episodes. Everything is going to be exclusively on YouTube now. Even the audio version will be linked in the description. So click on it. Um, the reason I'm doing that is just kind of a one-stop shop for everything. Instead of going to multiple places, it's all there for you. However you want to see it or hear it, it's going to be all on YouTube now. Um, the link will be in my IG story. Uh, you can get it that way too. And it'll be on Facebook. I'm just trying to make it easier. Every episode, I try to find something a little bit easier for everybody um, with what little fans we have. <laughs> Yeah, but they're the true fans. But they're cool. The good fans. So what's going on with you, man? Eat some Korean treats right there. Go to your local Asian market and get them. It's yummy. It's delightful. They are pretty they are pretty delicious. And Mrs. Chopstick is Chopstick is Mrs. Chopsticks is here with us as well. Alright, chopsticks. But dude, it was the last day in Utah. So Russ Russ is done. I'm officially done with the University of Utah and Utah itself, and uh, on to other things, other hospitals. See how it goes. Nice, man. Yeah. How, you, how you feel about all that? All that change again? Uh, I don't want to move. Moving sucks, dude. Yeah. No yeah, I don't like moving. <laughs> if you got a lot of stuff, uh, moving will suck. So, but you've condensed, uh, looks like we don't have much to take, so. Yeah, I got rid of my bed. I got rid of a lot of stuff from my apartment that I don't need. And going back to SoCal, see how that works. (sighs) Southern Cal, man. Yeah. What do you think about, what do you think about our hometown? Dude, our hometown sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I hate the Do you think it's always sucked or is it just like we left, we left the desert and it's just gotten worse since. I don't know. I haven't been there in almost a year, so I don't know if it's <laughs> you any better. You could sound like a lifetime. I've been there in almost a year. I don't know if it's any better or any worse. But let's say, you, let's see, I, you graduated in what, 2002? From college? No, from high school. Huh? High school, 2004. 2004? Four. All right. So from 2004 to now, though, you've seen the high desert change, right? You lived there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder how it's uh, excited about your job. Yeah, man, I hope it's fun. I just want it to be fun. The last job I had, no offense to where I worked, great experience, but it was tough, man. It was just very serious. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a serious job, but it was like, man, you can catch a break. You're worn out in like 10 minutes. So hopefully this one's a little bit more manageable. It's not a trauma one, which is nice. Well, that'll be good. Yeah, I hope it's better for you. I know uh, 
Salt Lake isn't the easiest place to live. So especially going through COVID and all the riots and stuff when you're like uh, on the front line of all that happening. Yeah, I was right down downtown where it was happening. Yeah, awesome. You you're the one that gets to handle all of it, and you don't get to have an opinion. You just get to say, <laughs> "Okay, who's the next patient?" Right? Yeah, yeah. Whether yeah. you agree with uh, why the person's in there or not, you can't say nothing. You just have yeah. to be like, "Okay, take care of you," even though you just beat up a police officer or something. You know, I still got to take care. Yeah, of you. you just beat down an officer. So I yeah. don't know, man. Utah. We talked about this earlier. The probably the best few things have come out of it. Some the people I've met. Mm. Yeah. Um, as far as like coworkers and you know a couple people outside of work, uh, job experience, and I got back into my. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Uh, what else? It wasn't completely awful. Um, and I got back into hobbies. That's about it. And I realized what I don't want out of work. How like hard I want to work. You know. Um, do I want to do the travel thing as a tech? I thought about that. Yeah, just a lot of little stuff like that. Um, nice. Well, at least you got something out of it. Yeah, I got so, something out of it. There's a lot of other good about? things, but I'll keep that private. But a lot of other good things that came out of it. But everything else, man, you talk <laughs> suck a dick, dude. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? It's not for everybody, so... I, think I don't everyone. think it's for anybody. I think it's just this whole state should be just flooded, started over. <laughs> oh my. Uh, explain why? Why do you think that? What? What's well, your, the religious yeah. aspect of this okay, place is insane. Like, no offense to you know those who choose to be LDS or Mormon or whatever, but you could just feel. It feels different. Yeah, you feel the suppression of it, even though you're not even involved with it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, man, I don't know. I don't want any of that. Yeah. Yeah, the mothership's part up here, dude. If you're a part of all that. <coughs> so. yeah. yeah, the homeland is not. <clears throat> man, you know, not coming safe. from two previous Mormon people, yeah, Utah has its... Uh, this, and this by no means is offense to anyone. This is just my opinion. You know, my opinion, Russ's opinion. It's just uh, Utah's got their own uh, set of rules, man. Their own rule book here, you know. like, And it's all about keeping up with the Joneses and who can look better than who. And, you know, and then, uh, yeah, it's just, <laughs> I, I feel like the the mothership doesn't have the true followers here. No. You know, like you go outside, go outside Utah, go to uh, California or whatever. Like, I mean, I'm not a religious person, but hey, these people are out there because they want to go. Like, they're there because that's, that's something they like. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, let's pretty squash know. that topic. I could talk <laughs> shit on Mormonism all day because I can because... That was our lives for... It was. We were grown. We were raised that way, so... Uh, yeah. It's just... Uh, oh, man. It's, they just... They, I don't know. I don't know how they controlled the whole state. It's pretty wild. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. But but I'm not going to miss it. There's, there's going to be people I'm going to miss, but I am not going to miss 
Utah one bit. So, but how about you, oh. man? I know you got a new job coming. Oh, hey, hold up, hold up. We got a question in from, uh, do you remember James Lyons? Yeah, I know James Lyons. What's <laughs> up, dude? We're, yeah, we're actually uh, we're uh, live on Instagram, <laughs> we're, so yeah. we're, we're taking with our building one, questions too. With so. our one follower, we got two followers. Well, I think Prana's well, on there. We got one. <laughs> Question is for both of you: Do you ever have any small type of guilt leaving the Mormon Church? <sighs> Good question. Uh, do I have any? Let's see. Do I have any guilt? Oh, hell no. No, I don't have any guilt at all, even. Uh, it wasn't for me. I realized who I was as a person and the lifestyle that I wanted, and that had zero to, uh, um, I don't know what's going with that. You <laughs> said zero, zero. <laughs> calories? Uh, Coke zero? Yeah, for real. No, I don't have any guilt leaving. Um, it was my, that was my decision. I did it on my own. And uh, honestly, I'll never look back and I'll never go back. There you go. I don't have any regret. At first I did because of, um, did you say regret or guilt? Guilt. Guilt. Um, I did have guilt when I first left just because our parents, you know, when you're, you want to, you know, make your parents proud and you don't want to be a piece of shit and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And they want to see you kind of turn out the way they did because they it it did something for them but that was the only guilt i have until i got older and i was like i realized that it it doesn't really matter anymore because they're going to continue the way they want to live and you know long and for me to do that to keep them happy is kind of a weird thing this so i just realized that i just not anymore at first, I did for sure, man. I felt bad, you know, because that's just how you were raised. I think any everybody goes through that, that uh, little bit. Yeah, I mean. Until they find their own thing. But in the grand scheme of things, when you left the church, though, did, did you feel guilty about that? Like No. Yeah. Nah, no, man. I couldn't no, wait no, to no, get no, away no, from like, all yeah, that I'm garbage. With this. Get out. I couldn't <laughs> wait to get away from that, man. Exactly. I could not get away. Oh, man. I mean, I couldn't wait. I don't but, miss it. I mean, the people are nice, but I don't know what kind of nice that is. If that's a genuine nice, or is there a trick behind them being that nice? I don't know, man. Yeah, I think uh, it just depends on the person you are. You know, growing up, is are they really being genuine, or is it just uh, it's out of just habit and routine? Yeah, you know, just to make sure I say hi to everybody, make you know, give me a brownie point for the day type of thing. Um, yeah, so there's that. But no. um, I don't miss it. No, dude. Let's talk about uh, talk about your mission, man. Ooh, talk about it. Talk you about know, it. Every time I want to, I want you to talk about. It, you always drift off on something else. No. Yeah. I told you plenty of it. Come on. All right. So tell us, tell us the story, dude. What was it like when? You right. got the call. Are you ready for this? <laughs> yeah, man. I've always wanted to hear it. No, so let's start off with deciding to even do go on a mission. For those who don't know who Mormon missions are, when you turn 19, right? 19, yeah. 19 for males, you go on a two-year mission for the church. Yeah. And then that's it. You come back and... And then we come back and 
they want you to get married as soon as possible, blah, blah, blah. I mean, and don't get all people who are listening. Don't get all defensive because you know it's true. <laughs> you know, like, anyway. So, no, I was always, I mean, like you, dude, we just lived a double life our whole our whole lives, right? Up until we decided, oh, dude, this church thing is bogus. I'm just going to be myself. So, like, all teenage years, just it was Friday nights, try to go to a friend's house, stay the night, you know. Yeah, like, stay the night, <laughs> quote, unquote. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Sunday, go back to church and pass the, the sacrament and, like, be all righteous and stuff for one day of the week. And the rest of the time, you're just being told what to do, right? You're just, like, going along. You don't know any better. But uh, so it was like growing up, it was always told us that it was either you're out of the house at 18 or you're on your mission. It's one or the other. So basically, you're out of the house. No, you know, you're gone. <laughs> Get yeah. out by 18. Yeah. Please leave. <clears throat> so yeah, I was scared, dude. Um, I didn't want to go. Never wanted to go. But what were my choices? Like I was thinking the whole time. Well, I can live out on the streets on my car or go on a mission and somewhat be taken care of. Didn't you end up living in your car at oh, one yeah, point? Yeah, when we came back, when I came yeah. back. Yeah. But. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, but. So I was like, screw it. I'll just make up a story and be like, yeah, I'm going to, I want to go on a mission. And so. This is when you were 19. Yeah. What was the talk, dude? Did dad come to you? Were you like, what, what, uh, how did it start? I'm trying to remember. How did it come? Like, Well, it was like, you know, you turned 18 and there was the bishop of the church talking to you. You got parents. Hey, so when are you, you know, you going to go on a mission? When are you going? And I was like, I don't know. I guess. Like, I don't know. Soon, brother. Yeah. <laughs> soon, brother. Soon, brother. Soon, brother. Soon, brother. Soon, brother. And then uh, I want to say it was like a few months. Dad was talking to me about it. Like, hey, you're going <laughs> to... You know, fill out your papers and turn them in. You know, we need to get we need to get you going on this. You know how that is. We do got to get you going on this. Get it done. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. I know how he is. And uh, I don't know. All I remember is going to them one one afternoon after school, and and uh, I think dad was dad was waiting for a decision. Like, hey, we need a decision so we can either start the process. <laughs> <laughs> so we can either so kick, can you either, or... kick you out or. You make so this family <laughs> proud, Chris. Yeah, exactly. Make this fucking family proud. So, you so know, we can on tell that all note, our friends. <laughs> you know, that's exactly how I saw it. Was It was never about me. It was about how they looked. Of course. So, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I don't, I'm not taking any of this back either. I think a lot of it's all, you know, parents that grew up in the church and then they want to teach their kids to go on missions and all that. I don't know. Our parents, it was like, it was always about them. It was never about us. <clears throat> so yeah i was like oh i guess i go well i'm being the oldest kid it was like there was this amount of pressure like you know gotta accept the example for your two younger brothers because if you don't go then they're not gonna want to go and you know i'm like yeah dude i'm young and, and guess stupid, what man. none of us win <laughs> <laughs> like, not because of I'm you because we were like, this is I just so don't. dumb <laughs> <laughs> this is so dumb i just didn't know i didn't know any better so like uh, what do we do? I mean, I was like, all right, it was either what are my choices? Live in my car or go have, you know, go to a country and live there. All right. So yeah, I was like, you know, fuck it. 
signed all the papers, turned them in, and I was like, oh shit, this is actually happening, you know? Oh, <laughs> man, like, oh, oh fuck, man. I, I'm oh, doing it. Oh, no. You know? so, oh, no. Uh, what ends up happening? So I get my mission call, you know, comes in the mail. I don't even, you know what? In all, in all honesty, I don't even remember. I remember it coming in the mail, but I don't remember how. I think we had people come over, like, and I opened it somewhere in my store. I actually don't remember where what we were doing when I opened that piece of mail telling me where I was going. And I bought, I'm saying, when I, when it said Ecuador, South America, or whatever, I don't even know where I went. South America, Ecuador? No, it's not South America. Yeah, you went to Ecuador. Yeah. So. I about shit my pants. I literally standing there going, what the fuck? You're like, where's Ecuador? Where the fuck is Ecuador? <laughs> where's you Ecuador? Know, like, That's in Europe, right? <laughs> it's Canada? Is it really cool there? Or is small, it like... small part of Canada? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I immediately am like, shit. So now I'm like, I'm stuck in it. It's either, I'm either moving forward with this, or I'm going to be the dude that says... I got my call. I'm not going. And I have to look at mom and dad and tell them that. Uh, no. I guess I'm just going And here's the, the shitty part. The more I think back of that, like, how, I don't even want to say scared. I wasn't scared. But how, like, um, maybe trusting. Like, I'd rather go on a mission than tell my parents I don't want to go on a mission. Like, that thought process back then was... I was so scared of what would happen if I told them no that I was like, fucking yes is the right answer and I'm just going to go do it. <laughs> like, how, f- dude, the, the, the mind games, man. Like, ugh. Yeah. So, yeah, I was all, all right, I'm saying yes and I'm just going to go. I don't even know, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm just like, fuck it, I'm going. And then I remember like the night before, we had everybody out of the house. We're having dinner and all that stuff. And I remember that night going like, I almost, I almost bailed, dude. I almost got my car and just drove. I was like, uh, I don't want to do this, but I know if I stay here, I feel like I'm gonna get in so much trouble. Like mm. the the shame and guilt of saying no to something. And so, I was like, everybody had left, and I was sitting. Everyone went to bed. And I was sitting on the couch, and I was like, I was just gonna grab some clothes and be like, fuck, I'm just gonna drive. And just disappear. <laughs> like, just Dang, be done. Dude, I'm glad you didn't disappear. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't want to deal with uh, mom and dad. Oh, we got a uh, Josh. What's up, Josh? Telling my parents I wasn't going to Zimbabwe was the worst. See? Oh. So it's not just me. Like, oh, yeah. That's that's, our, that's cousin Josh. <laughs> that's cousin Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, man. <laughs> hey, good to see you, buddy. Love you. Um, yeah, dude. I was, when I went and visited Josh, he, he told me about when he got his call and he's, he, Went through the same motion you did. He's like, I'm going to Zimbabwe. Why the fuck are you sending me to Zimbabwe? Why? He, yeah. He's like, why am I going to Zimbabwe? And then he yeah. told his parents, nah, I'm not going to, nah, not feeling it. Because <laughs> he told me, he's like, I never had that like spiritual. And of course, Josh, if I'm <laughs> speaking wrong, I'm sorry. This is recall here. <laughs> He said, yeah. I didn't really feel like that spiritual feeling you were supposed to feel when I read the calling. Oh, see, I was the same way. And he's like, I don't, I didn't feel it. I was it literally. didn't make any sense. I think I had my mind already made up that I didn't want to go. So when I read the paper, like I had no feelings towards it. Yeah. My feelings were, okay, where am I going? And oh shit, like, what do I do with that? And like, again, it was one of those, those mind fucks of. <laughs> mind fucks. I read <laughs> 
Like, literally, think about this. I mean, we got uh, James on here and, you know, Josh, like, at that age, that age and time, like, you're 18, 19, you just got out of high school, you know. You're super you're trying, vulnerable. You're vulnerable to everything. Yeah. You're, like, trying to figure yeah. out what you want to do in life. You got really being thrown at you one way. You got life coming at you now. Like, you have to survive on your own. But then you have this one entity of religion telling you, hey, at 19, you go out and you teach our gospel to everybody. Okay. Huh? What? I'm still trying to find porno mags, dude, and hide it from my parents. <laughs> you want me to do what? Porno mags, but I'm still me? trying to bust nuts. You want me to do what? For the Lord? For the Lord. Give me a break. So Oh no. Yeah, man. You're just exactly what you said. You're vulnerable and you're I think you're also scared. Is if you don't want to admit it, I think you are anyway, because that that process of I want to please my parents and my family. I want to please my church. And then that of that other side telling you like, dude, you know this isn't for you. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Type of thing. In my case, anyways, like, I know I didn't want to go. Like, I didn't want to go at all, but I also didn't want to disappoint and like bring shame to the family type of thing, you know? So, so what happened? So you got your call. So you went. Get my call. Yeah. You get your call and you're like, like, oh, fine. All right. I'll guess. I'm I'm out of here in like two or three months. I'm, I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. And then it was time to go, dude. Drove up to Salt Lake. Our Provo he dropped me off. <laughs> dude, what was the missionary uh, <laughs> place like? What is it called? Uh, the M- the M- MT- MTC? Missionary M- Training Center? Yeah. yeah. MTC? I think it was fine. It was, a mean, lot of dudes? Lots of dudes. Lots of dudes. So much sausage. So many hot dudes with tight <laughs> pants on. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> we all shower together every morning, every night. You know, all checking each other out. Is it shared showers? Yeah, man. You got the you got the tree showers, bro. What? Like high school? Yeah. But no one in high school ever, you know, showered. I wonder if there's like some missionaries get there and they realize, like, man, I think I might be attracted to dudes and they're standing in there. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's happened. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, man, this is heaven. <laughs> Dude, this is heaven. Look at all these dudes. Oh, Look at all God. these dudes. Ooh. So it was it was like, yeah, I mean you got three mills and then the rest of the time, depending on where you're going, like I did Spanish, so I was in class all day long. You know, get a meal and get like maybe an hour. Maybe it was an hour a day, I think. Yeah, so yeah, I'm trying to think. It was a long time ago. I know stuff has changed. Yeah, man, I think I put on like twenty pounds while I was there. You just eat like shit, and you're sitting all day in class. Go eat some more shit. Come back. What did they feed you? What was it just, what was it? I mean, beans and rice. Nah, it was like decent meals, but I feel like it's just cafeteria food. You know, uh, like just a shitty cafeteria a lot of salt. food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and cookies and sodas and drinks, and you're like, fuck, dude. Wait, they had sodas <laughs> with caffeine in it? <laughs> no, 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 diet no. sodas. Um, I for think those who like don't Sprite. know, Mormons don't drink <laughs> caffeine. <laughs> or coffee or anything that's delicious in life. Anything that's great in life, church doesn't want it. <laughs> Just think of like white people on the blandest diet, and that's what Mormons. All you people on that keto diet. Yeah, yeah, it's the keto <laughs> it's diet. It's the keto diet for Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> so you're an MCT, M M T C. Oh, MCT oil, <laughs> MTC sponsored by MCT oil. MTC, I'm there for, what, October, November, and December. Three months to learn Spanish. Well, get maybe, like, the gist of it. Let me get some basics. Because there's... So, I'm there through, like, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. I'm fucking... Sorry. 
I'm, <laughs> I'm hating life, dude. I'm hating life because I'm like, I'm here. Remember we talked about don't saying sorry? Stop saying sorry so much. <laughs> don't say sorry. And um, yeah, dude, I was in there for all the like major holidays. I get down to Ecuador. So we all leave the MTC, get on a flight, go down to Ecuador January 1st. And um, I remember getting there and it was the middle, it's like the middle of the day. Get off the plane and just like, oh get hit with like 110 degrees and 100% humidity and I'm like just kill me now dude the minute I walked off that plane I was like I I was like I just made the biggest mistake in my life right now coming here I did I got off the plane that was the first thing I thought I was like you idiot you should not be here imagine if you went to some Bobway imagine (laughs) if cousin Josh went to some Bobway and he got off the plane he's like oh fuck (laughs) (laughs) what do they speak over there click language (laughs) Dude, I think there's like, there's I remember, so a buddy, I remember my there. buddy of mine had um, like, his friend went to, I want to say like South Africa, uh-huh. but he ended up learning four languages while he was there. And one Why? of them was that like click stuff, dude. No. And he started just like, <laughs> dude, like just that, like, that shit's kind of dope though. I would be like, dude, what? Like, like no, a to your point, like, you song. get off the plane and you're like, why am I here? Oh my God, dude. I'm I'm on the other side of the world right now. I mean, I wasn't, but you know, like, what do, what do you do? What's it like over there? I've oh, never been. What, so, where, is the airport okay? I mean, actually, yeah, it's pretty. It's actually pretty big. Yeah, if I remember correctly. But you're just living in villages. So, the area I went to was called Milagro. So, I think that's like Spanish for miracle. I think. Anyways, uh, wasn't a miracle. It was not a far from it. And uh, it was, we had to jump on a bus and drive like two hours to this little tiny town. And I get there and they drop us off in the city. And like, when I say city, I mean like there's some buildings and, you know, people kind of try to sell their own shit, like little markets and stuff. And um, so I go up and we actually were in, you know, the time we were there or time I was there in, I want to say an apartment, but it was just like a concrete slab like a bathroom like there's really no kitchen or anything like like a hut it's just like a yeah it's like it'd be like just it'd be like this room right here just concrete uh-huh. and like place to go to the bathroom all bidets and only and only cold water there's no such thing as hot water down there i'm not mad at the bidet <laughs> <laughs> so what'd you get out of the story the bidet yo the bidet is the way to Dude. go uh, by the way uh <laughs> check out mytushy.com for all your bidet needs that's my tushy Game changer. Game changer. You don't don't wipe your butt anymore. Watch that piece. <laughs> so you, you got a slab of concrete and slab your, of concrete and your bathroom. partner was like, you can't put your stuff here, 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 <laughs> yeah, here. No. You can have that little corner over there. We had two beds. We had two fans. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Sounds bad already. <laughs> It was, yeah, dude, it was hot. Two beds, two fans. And you're big, too. Like, not fat big, but you're muscular, dude. You, big, you run hot. I do. I run hot. I run hot all the time. Have and you so, heard the theories behind hot dudes that run hot? They usually tend to have more girls. Well, that's for children, true. Something's for children. <laughs> oh, is it? For children. Oh, anyway. I made that. <laughs> so, two fans, Good two beds, part. a slab of concrete. Two beds, two beds, whatever. Slab of concrete, bathroom, and that's it, man. And then I wake up the next morning. Oh, what did you use to cook? Um, was it a little Coleman stove? Yeah, I think was so. Was a little gas thing? Yeah. That's it, huh? Yeah. Fuck no. You know, and you couldn't eat meat down there. 
couldn't eat the meat and you couldn't drink their water. Like you had to buy fresh water every day. What's up with the meat? Even if you cook it, you can't eat it? Nah, because the like, and uh, just different bacterias and different in their meats, like nine times out of 10 don't sit well with Americans that come down there. Oh yeah, because American stomachs are weakest. You know, because their body, their bodies, that's what they've adapted to and they know like they can process it. But someone yeah. coming into a third world country and trying to eat like some pig that's they raised, you know, in the mud farm behind their house, you know, that has who knows what. Yeah. You know, like, no, they don't want you to eat meat. So what did you eat? So it was just basically it was just rice and beans, dude. It's fucking rice and beans. Ugh. For months. I'm not mad at the rice, <laughs> but the beans that it was like that rice and beans old. and bread. Like you go bread. to the bread store in the morning, like the pond store in the morning. Uh-huh. And like I'd get like cinnamon, just whatever flavored bread I could find. And would have like bread. Like, dude, I so I gained gain like 20, 25 pounds MTC. And then go down to Ecuador. And you within two weeks, I lost 30 pounds, dude. I bet, dude. Not only is it hot, like, you're not eating. So I changed my clothes like four times a day. Just sweating balls, man. You know me. Like, yeah. I start walking fast. I'm sweating. <laughs> <clears throat> Get down there. It's hot. It's humid. And I'm going through mm-hmm. shirts like no other. You mind pouring yeah. me some nuggets, sir? Ooh, got a little bit. That's Blayton's people. B L A N T O N S. Blayton's whiskey. Bur- I'm sorry, bourbon. Good shit. By far the best bourbon I've ever had. So you change your clothes four times a day. You lost four times. You lost, lost thirty pounds. pounds. <laughs> yeah. Lost the. So I'm there, and I'm just doing it, dude. I'm kind of learning the language. All right, is the like the town? Is it like a dirt town? Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant to say. You, is you so walking from, around and cows and chickens are everywhere. Oh yeah, everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dogs, chickens, cows. Um, Downtown LA, huh? Yeah, <laughs> East LA. <laughs> uh, no, get there, and I want to say so. From where we were staying to where we actually had to go you know, track, knock on doors. It was probably a mile. So we had to walk into this city like a mile away and everybody in this area, I don't know how big it was, but yeah, no, their ground is the dirt. Mm-hmm. It's not con. There's no concrete. It's all dirt. And it's that like, um, that sheeting, that metal sheeting, just shacks. Oh yeah. Tin, shacks. Tin, tin shacks with just like, they divide the rooms and they sleep on the floor. And then the whole city's like that. And then there's areas where, they're built up on like bamboo um, for when the way, rain yeah, comes through. when it floods. Yeah. So it's built up on bamboo stuff. But again, all on the floor with a blanket, you know. No heat, no air conditioning, just fucking. That's how they do it, man. That's Dude, all. why the leaders of the church are living in their million dollar homes. Yeah, and right. Exactly. Here I am. And fucking, you're in the third, you're in the middle of nowhere. Third world country living in. Yeah, it was just... Dude, what makes you think those dudes, those leaders, give a fuck about you, dude? <laughs> Did you ever think about that? No offense to them, but were you ever like, these motherfuckers, they don't give a fuck? Um, why would they put me here? Yeah, that crossed you know my mean? mind a few times. Like, why the hell am I here? Yeah. Why Why would they send me here? You know? And again, oh, like, man. I was one of... I was always, like, just the, that... Uh, what do you call it? Like, the, the pleaser. So, I just... I didn't want to disappoint, dude. I don't want to be seen as a failure. And so I just got up every morning and fucking just went through the routine. So there was a rule. I think there's a rule for everywhere is that you have to be in by 10. Down there, you had to be in like 
if the sun, as soon as the sun went down, you had to go home. How come? And they would tell you because you'd either get robbed, or there's a there was a huge drug house in the area, like that you had to be in the house and not on the streets. Because yeah, they just would you wake up late and be like, "I only got like an hour to kill, man." <laughs> hey, uh, excuse me, I'm gonna go uh, grab something real quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> well, it looks like we can't go out. So I had two guys that were in my area that got robbed for their shoes. So you just you just never carried money around. You didn't you just some days just you know you never knew. But yeah, dude, through road country. So. This, this whole time, I will say, I was trying to build like this elaborate plan in my mind of how the fuck can I get home? Yeah. Like, that was, as soon as I got off the plane was, oh, Lord. <laughs> well, Lord, I have to this check is, out on this mis- one. <laughs> this is a mistake. Oops. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. And I like started already going, how do I get home? Like, what can I do to get home? And yeah, I just started coming up with stories in my head and like, all right, yeah, I can make that work. Like. I, but I also had to feel out like how f- how how much of an elaborate story do I have to tell in order for me to get home, and not just hey you need to repent go you know yeah, yeah, go ask yeah. for forgiveness or something you know can't take this you know the sacrament for a couple months no it had to be like something bad enough but okay enough to get me home like enough to be like we got we got to send you home type of thing and yeah. Literally, what I did was come up with this story. What was the story you came up with? What was the like final? Um, I got it. Like oh, we have, man. we have. Hold to on, s- let me see who's watching. No. We have to send you. Home. <laughs> Is there anybody asking anything over there? Uh, no, they're all just uh, throwing what's up. <laughs> yeah, just throwing what's up. <laughs> no, it looks like I didn't know James went down there. It sounds like he went to Zimbabwe. Did you go to Zimbabwe? Oh no, man, he went to Zimbabwe, huh? God, that's crazy. I was reading. Um, like this Mormon recovery site and um, this dude got a mission call and it was two blocks away from his house. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, dude. He's a, he, and then they re resent in and they sent him somewhere else. They're like, wait a minute. I thought this came from the Lord and all this garbage. Oh, uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah, man. They just put, wait, someone told me they just put your name up on like a big screen uh-huh. And they all kind of like, well, where should we send him? Like, where do we need missionaries type of thing? And then, they, oh, I, yeah, I'm sure. Just kind of like, you know, close your eyes at point. Um, what was my story? Two blocks away. Well, like I said. Yeah, it was a, a story lot of it had to do finally with. finally got you out of there. Like, it had to do with a lot of uh, sexual activity. Like, oh, I didn't, for, you know, I didn't repent for with sleeping, other dudes? Around, sleeping around with dudes. <laughs> Nail biter. <laughs> Plot change. <laughs> Uh, see uh, James James went to South Africa alright oh yeah dude I don't... dude nice work bro <laughs> I tip my hat to you I'm like nah I'm out I'm out peace I'm out going to South, South yeah. Africa yeah I just had to do with like oh I slept around too much and so before that like I told I was like I don't have the spirit like I, like, I don't have the spirit I can't like teach I'm just going through the motions and like it came down to like why so I kind of I told him a little bit of a story, I'm like okay, well we got to check with the the area authority over the you know south southern region. Um, so I get a call back and they call me in and they're like, well, there's this you know I think um, if you just repent and blah blah blah, we'll have it taken care of. And I was like, oh no no no, there's more to this story. <laughs> it's like no, 
Oh. So there's more to this story. I tell him a little bit more of an elaborate story. And um, what'd you tell him? It's just like, hey, I had, you know, I might have a girl back home. She's pregnant. Had a relationship's pregnant. I don't like just I whatever. Get, you I can... didn't get what it. It worked. It worked. Yeah, yeah. You know, I get a like they're you know the mission president looks at me and he's just like, all right, well, given this information, I'll have to get like I need to pr- go present it to someone else, and we need to talk about it, and we'll go from there. Next day, get a call. Hey, you're scheduled to go home tonight at seven o'clock. Be at the airport. Dang, they got rid of you that quick, huh? Just like that. Were you like? "Mm." I was like, yeah. So there was this, and and it was like, there was the happiness. I'm like, yes, I'm going home. But then there was like, oh shit, fuck, I got a face. I forgot who I'm going home to. (laughs) I was going home to (laughs) exactly the most crazy sons of bitches. (laughs) I was like, oh no. So the whole flight home, man, I'm sitting next to the window. I remember this going. You know what's crazy, man? When I found out when you were coming home, so the, I forget what's his, I forget his name, the cop guy. Pratt. Pratt. Yeah, yeah, Pratt. Brother Pratt came to our house and he's like, is your dad here in his cop voice? You know, like, I'm like, yeah, he's in his office, man. Right in there. Really? I didn't see. I don't know any of how any of this played out. Oh, yeah, yeah. This this is how it played out, dude. I was good. I was working, I was doing something on my car. I was like cleaning it or something, and he showed up. I was like, "What is this guy doing here?" And I was, I can only think of one thing too. I was like, "Something happened out there. <laughs> something, something, something happened. Something out there. had to do with Chris." He's like, "So in his cop, in his asshole cop voice, goes in, talks to dad, leaves. Dad walks out, just devastated, like, devastated, just, just, just like distraught, just seems- devastated. He's just like went in, went in, <laughs> went in the house, talked, you know, talked to mom." I was like, "What? What is going on? What happened with Chris? Like, you wouldn't yeah. tell us." And then, like, Kevin came home, and like later on that night, they told him, "Like, your your brother's coming home." I was like, "Okay, so <laughs> yeah, he's right. coming home. Sweet, he's coming well, back." So, what happened? It didn't work out, or just, you know, he didn't. He never told us what the deal was. Yeah, I don't think he even knows. I don't think he knows either. He I think doesn't he know just this knows day why he home. got sent home, but I got sent home. Yeah. So. And that's that's when that dude started like pulling the trigger on a lot of things with us. He got annoyed as hell. He got really when you came home. I remember you and I shared a room, and you were still kind of involved with the church a little bit. And you would like wake me up to pray like five a.m. I was like, okay, like <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know, whatever. You know, Chris is here, cool. And then I remember he told you you had to leave. Or no, he didn't want you in the house, so you, you lived in the shed for a little bit. And then after that, it was kind of a blank. Yeah, I don't know I kind what of, you were uh, doing like, after that. I think a lot of it I shut out myself, too. Cause every time I try to think about exactly what happened in that little time frame of me coming home and then how like everything else played out after that. like I also remember, I don't think I was home for more than a couple of days. Yeah, you weren't there long. And when I had that talk with mom and dad, and they were just like, not sure how to handle the situation. I don't know. You know, dad's bishop. He's like, I don't know how to be a father and, and, and like separate church. And I'm like, dude, you're my dad. Hello. Like, you don't just know how like, to be a father. You know, Come on. Love me for who I am, you know, type of thing. And then um, them asking me to like go find a place somewhere. That was, I was out the next morning. That pissed me. I'm like, you know, a church that preaches family and love and all that shit comes first. This is far from what I've been taught. Yeah. And so that's when I started. Um, yeah, I left. 
was sleeping in my car some nights. I was sleeping at friends' houses. Stayed with Troy for like two months, maybe longer. Then ended up at grandma's house. Dude, I was all over the place, man. Just like trying to find work, money. Like it could, life could have gone two really different ways at that like that point of coming home. It could have gone into like just bad, 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 or got me to where I am now. I feel like like where Kevin's at, I could have gone down that that road very easily. I think we all could have. You know, like just being where I was in life, I had nothing, man. Like I had a car, I had nothing, dude. Like having to beg people to stay at their house. Hey, can I stay at your house tonight? Like <laughs> the worst, dude. <laughs> you're in here. It comes back to you. Is you're what? I was nineteen. Yeah, dude. You Twenty. Don't like you don't know. Like you don't. You're young. You're still dumb. You're stupid. You don't know what you're doing. So yeah, and then um, yeah, I just kind of was still went back to kind of living that double life of just trying to please people and. Cause I didn't want to feel guilty or shameful about what I was doing. So it was always about pleasing everyone else to make everyone else look good. Even though I was like just beating myself up every day, you know, just having that internal boxing match every day. Damn. So, but I always come back from, I mean, I think that's why, I mean, I guess I don't know for me and you, but like, we're pretty content with the basics of what we have yeah. you know we're like not extravagant we can go get in debt and buy as much crap as we want but like we're simple like we can live off bare minimum shit yeah you know so i've always when i got you know was there in ecuador i'm like man if everyone could come live in a third world country for a week a week with nothing you know how much more appreciative you would be when you came home like just the simple commodities of like toilet paper or hot water. There's no such thing as hot water down there. Ooh. You know, like it's cold. You take a cold shower every morning and night. Dude. Like, <laughs> you get in for the days, like you jump in there real quick and you well, get it's out. It's hot down there anyway, so it probably <laughs> felt so, great. It's like, yeah, cold water. Uh, like, uh, but uh, so yeah, it's just yeah, man. I came home and I was so. You know what's the fucking shitty part about it too? Is I like think about it. Like I came home from that, I'd be living in my car. You know, sleeping wherever. But then when mom and dad would want to go out of town for the weekend, they would be like, hey, we're going out of town. Do you want to come stay at our house and watch it for us? It's weird. Like, what the f- Are you kidding me? I'm not well, even in my car, but you're going to go on a three-day vacation. If you want to stay at the house, come stay at the house. They would do that to Kevin. When I would visit, um, they're like, Kevin was living in not the one shed we all lived in, but the other one, the far back one. And uh, I would come over. You didn't over. live in the far back one? Straight out the house? No, I never lived in that one. I lived in Oh, one. see, I only lived in that one. I didn't live in the other one. Yeah, I lived in the other one. Me and Kevin shared that one for a while. You shared the shed? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he would come home just hammered. Oh, my gosh. I didn't and know I that. I would have to put him to bed sometimes. I had one experience with Kevin, and I was like, He would knock on it, like, clink, 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 clink. I'm like, all right, man, let him eat. And I would put him to bed. and I didn't mind because I'm glad that he made it home okay. I mean, to whatever that home was. Yeah. But no, I never lived in the far straight one. Yeah, that's the only one I lived in. And uh... But he, he lived there 
I, I forgot where I was living and I came by to visit, but mom, they did the same thing to him. They're like, you can stay in here. And for some reason, Grandpa Herb left his truck there and they went out of town. I think they went to Hawaii and he stayed there for like the week. And I came over just to see him. He's like, yeah, man, I've been driving Grandpa's <laughs> truck around. <laughs> he didn't care, dude. <laughs> Oh, you're he's, man. he's so he'd, he'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The rules, okay, yeah, yeah. And he would do the complete opposite. He took that fool's truck around, did all kinds of funny oh, shit. That's Kevin, man. Wait, wait. Okay, go ahead and tell me what you want me to do. I'm gonna do the complete opposite of what I'm you want do me to opposite. do. Everything, complete opposite. Yeah, but he yeah. always did what he wanted to do. He yeah. did. Oh, that kid, man. He's a wild motherfucker, man. I couldn't do what... I thought I was wild. That's full took it another level, dude. No, man. He he's Kevin's on a whole nother level. Kevin's on a whole nother level. But I respect it. Like yeah, that's kinda, I feel it's... bad, but you know <laughs> that's what he wants to do. Yeah. <laughs> What's that line in anger management? I feel bad. <laughs> I raped a retarded girl, but I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Jack Nicholson's like what? What? Just kidding. <laughs> like, uh, it was rough, dude. I'm not gonna lie. It was. I hated everybody, man. I hated everybody when I came home. Just have to walk in the church doors because I was trying to still please mom and dad. Like, oh yeah, I'll go back out on my mission. And I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm going back out there, you know. And so would walk in the church doors, and all it was just like, so you know, you walk in the door, and like, I feel like everybody's heads just turned towards you, <laughs> and it was like took. What felt like should take 10 seconds to get to a seat felt like fucking an hour. Like, because all these eyes are it's just like, like the, the oh, end. who walked through the door? It's, oh! It's like that one part at the end of Wedding Crashers where Owen, <laughs> what's his name? One of the Wilson brothers. Owen Wilson, yeah. He's seeing uh, Vince Vaughn get married and he shuts the door. It's all clung, clung, clung. He <laughs> yeah. turns around and everybody's. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, walking on a Sunday just because, you, you know, you know, and no one really, you know, no one knows why you're there. Um, you know, you have the ones that want to respect it, but you know, everyone's question is, why do you get sent home? Why is he, why is he home? Uh, everyone wants to know what you did wrong. Not yeah, what you might've did right, but everybody wants to know, holy shit, you came early. What did you do wrong? But you that's what's like, weird. You didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong. It's just like, this isn't for me. <laughs> you know? You know, it's like people who join the military, like, Ooh, this isn't for me. Yeah. And they find a way out, even and, if it's honor, like dishonorably, which you don't want because that follows you. But yeah, dude. you know, just I heard this good quote, like, oh, you know, I heard it on uh, what's that show on Netflix? Um, um, with the football show. Oh, uh, what's that called? It's not Friday Night Lights. It's another one, right? No, it's that a, other one. Last Chance You. Last Chance You. Yeah, Last Chance You. And Coach Brown said, "Every everywhere is not for everybody." Everywhere is not for everybody. And I, I was, because I was having a tough time in Utah. I'm like, man, I just, you know, everybody's like, give it a year, you know, you got to give it a chance, you know, right, give right, it a, right. give it a, you know. But deep down inside, when you know something isn't for you, you just, you know. Yeah. And you're trying to sit here and fight it when you shouldn't. If you're fighting you too much, honest, you know it's just... like The hardest thing for human beings is always to be honest with themselves. Mm -hmm. They want to fight it all the time. That's the thing, our natural human tendencies is like, you know, when we see something that we like or draws our attention or grabs our energy, <clears throat> if it goes against our own rules, our own religious stance, like, but for whatever reason, it entertains us, it makes us 
we're drawn to it. Like we're immediately scared to go to the things that make us happy or draw us to it in fear of we're going to like hurt this person or we're going to feel shame for my, you know, myself or whoever. When in reality, that thing that makes you happy is for you. It's part of your life. It's what, you know, keeps you going, drives you every day. Like stop fighting it and just enjoy that thing that's making you happy. Now, I mean... That could go a lot of different ways. <laughs> yeah, that could be so, a lot of a lot of different things. I'm just saying though, like But it's weird, man. It's weird when I heard it, I was like, damn man, he's right. Not everywhere is for everybody. Like Utah is fucking just not for me. I gave it a oh, shot. Man. Yeah. I'm like ready to get out of here. Definitely gave it a shot, but it's just it's not for me. Do I wanna say where I'm going back to is for me? Probably not. But I already know that. Yeah. Um, but right now it's kind of a band aid to till I find what what I want to do is a travel thing so I can move around and check places out and right. If I'm not feeling it, then I can. It's weird, man. Leaving the hospital is like probably and not coming back is like a cool feeling. <laughs> I want to keep that going. Like, <laughs> yeah. How do I know, drive that? Get that high. That knowing high that there's an like, end is like yeah. that's kind of refreshing. Like oh, you know, it's gonna. Well, it's uh, yeah you know, for everybody. It. And there's people who get trapped in there for years. Oh, we all do. Oh, and yeah, I was trapped I in it. I was trapped in the hospital did setting it for, for ten years. I mean, changing subjects here, but like we do. I think humans. I don't know, dude. I've done a lot of self work in the last few years and learned a lot of stuff. So it's like humans are drawn to. Yeah, we love our job. We're content. We make we make good money. We have a great schedule, and I'm fine. Like I don't want to take that chance of ruining everything I have. You know, are trying something new because I have, I have, you know, I have the schedule I want. I mean, I could always make more money. Blah blah blah. And there's always reasons, right? I'd say it's not a bad thing because I think there's a lot of people that are are very content with what they're doing and their life. But it's the ones that are taking chances, like yourself or me. I mean, even you know, leaving, you know, not having a job, going to a job, and then taking on a traveling job, and it's like, well, I know what my end goal is. I gotta stop being afraid of life because life isn't going to give me anything i gotta go out and get it so when you uh kudos to those that are like super content because i wish i could get that mind state of like i'm just you know what i'm good with my hours i'm good with my money i'm you know flexible blah 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 hell yeah i hope someday i get there like i'm like super just me too happy with i don't want to keep like jumping around but in order to find what you're looking for you got to jump around jump around jump around jump around (laughs) But uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta keep trying things out to find what you're looking for. Yeah, otherwise, you're just gonna. I don't know. I, I trust me, man. I see some people who've been places for too long, and they're just miserable, dude. I don't want to be like that. I want work to be fun. Like I went to school for a long time to be miserable. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't make yeah, sense. I put in all that hard work, like, spent all that money to be miserable. Uh, don't make any sense. Yeah. You know? So, uh, <laughs> might as well do it while I'm young, while I'm energetic, and have the means to do it. Might as well jump around a little bit to you find. Yeah. To you find what you are with content with. Thank so, you, dude. We got to. Uh, we got me feeling some questions. No, yeah, no, no. I like this comment. James is like, I love this. This is this is helping me. Hashtag ex Mormon therapy. <laughs> <laughs> got you, bro. Wow, we're, we're here all day. I've always wanted to hear it, man, because 
we've all I've always got bits and pieces of what you went through. I mean, you. I mean, you I went got, through all that. Uh, you ended up being homeless. <laughs> <laughs> Parents who, I, I think they love us. I'm sure they do in a weird way, but yeah, I, you know, it's. it's I don't know. See, you just. Uh, I, I will say this: if you don't ever, one thing I've known now, like at my this this age and time is like quite. You always question, like if. You're questioning something about what you're doing in life, especially religion-wise. Like, is this for me, or is I'm just being fed some crap that I've grown up with? Like, you got to make a decision for yourself, and there's no right or wrong answer to that. Like, you're into religion, dude. Kudos to you. That's your thing. You know, that's not for me. But also, don't come over here and be like, "Yo, you should come to my church," and because we have the best shit over here, the best <laughs> coffee in the morning, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, we got the dopest fucking caffeine <laughs> like, coffee nah, here, dude. The like, strongest you can get. I'm not part of that. I don't want to be part of it. Just, and leave me alone. I respect you. You respect me type of thing. But Yeah. Nah, it was it was rough, dude. I'm not going to lie, man. There's plenty of times I've contemplated just ending it because I was like, I bet. What, what's, what the fuck am I doing here, dude? No one loves me. Like, Yeah, especially when your own parents... Like I can't I'm not even here come to home. Shit on my parents by any means. This is just truly what happened. This is just uh, yeah. I'm not like came home, kicked out, lived with friends. Like this isn't a made up story. This is what really happened. And so for me, it was like my parents don't love me. They're just like, why do you come home? Like everybody in the church hates them, not me. They hate them. It's their fault, you know. But what about me? Like here I am over just a little pawn in the game over here of life. Like, okay, you sit here while everyone else is going to take, be the victim in the story. Yeah. You know, like, just playing that victim role. Like, yeah. yeah. And you know what? Then, you know, long story short, like, I continued, continued, got married in the temple, continued Dude, to go to church. To, we're going to have to explore the, tem- <laughs> the temple next time. You know? That one's an get interesting married in the one. temple, continue to go to church, have kids, and then get to a point of, like, fuck all of this this is like i can't do church this no like no sorry i'm done this is not me and then we lead into i end up going to a show with you <laughs> a reggae show and life started going in another direction Damn, man. <laughs> like yeah yeah you know what book i read that really when I, when i went on my rampage with it i read this book by lee b baker <laughs> check it out folks Lee, L-E-E-E, B. Baker. It's called Mormonism and False Pretenses, I believe that's the title. Hmm. Dude, this guy was an ex-Mormon, ex-military, and his job was to collect um, intelligence. Mm -hmm. So, this guy was thorough, like thorough. And and he, he, he took parts of the Book of Mormon and he showed plagiarism through the Bible. Like, he shut Mormonism down like instantly. Uh, you know, I feel like you can shut most, yeah, if all religions down pretty quickly. Yeah, but you can. Like I said, people okay, we're people need something to hold on to, or they need something to work for, or be part of. They just need something bigger than themselves, right? Whether so we're all be we're all children, we're or... all wired that way to just something that makes us feel good or happy, or something to work for. Like we're all drawn to something that just gives us purpose in life. Like, there's a reason why I'm here, whether that's religion, whether that's an athlete or whatever. I have to know why I'm here. There's got to be more than me just waking up, doing nothing, 
going back to bed every day. There's got to be more. You want to know why you're here? <laughs> here we go. I'll tell Next you why. Next time on Herb Sessions. <laughs> I'll tell you why everybody's here is because a boy and a girl met and want to have kids, and now you're here. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it is that simple, though. Listen, like one of the craziest things I've heard, ask anybody that ever asked that they wanted to be here, and they'll tell you, like, I didn't have a choice in it. Nobody has a choice in it. You're just here because you're the byproduct of two people that wanted to have children. So it really is up to you if you want to make something of this life or if you don't. That's you know? true. Yeah, for sure. If you want to find purpose, meaning, whatever it is, it's really up to you. And if you don't think there's any purpose or meaning, then then that's on you too. But like, I think religious-wise, what the heck is going on here? You have to uh, close everything out. So close it all the way out. He's trying to close out his phone and bring it back up. There you go. Now bring it back up. Oh, you, you a smart cookie. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I say smart things. Did you get it? Yeah, yeah, we're good. We got people saying, get back on live. <laughs> Let's see if this works again. It'll work. <clears throat> but yeah, that, that's that's it, man. That was it for well, me when I, when I uh, told Mormonism Adios when I read that book. And I, I know you were feeding me like a lot of anti-Mormon books. Dude. It's not even. Oh, it was an anti-Mormon. Don't it was, ever uh, say anti-Mormon. It's it's it was, it's uh, the truth about why <laughs> Mormonism is not true. It's the truth, <laughs> you know. And this was well, well thought out research. Like you can go back, and if you wanted to find where this dude pulled it from, you can. He he laid everything out to yeah. a T. It wasn't like he made it up. It was. It's been out there in the open, and he just put it together for you to realize, like, ooh, what, what am I really, like, believing here? All right. He didn't. It's not anti. And that's what Dad told me, because I gave him the book. Well, Dad, like, yeah. Look, man, like, you might want to check this out. I'm not. And I didn't approach him aggressively. I was like, yeah. you might want to check this out. I'm not sure if you even know what's going on, what, behind the scenes, what where this all came from. Dude, I gave him, like, a packet. And I found it on my doorstep the next <laughs> on the next day. He uh, told me son? it was anti Mormonism. Did he have it? Did he write it out? Oh, he, oh yeah, yeah. All written out, two is. page letter, mm-hmm. in a little envelope, taped to your. No, it was everything I gave to him, even the book. I found it on the doorstep the next day. Oh yeah, dude. Where I was living. You, there's like, there nope. is zero zero reasoning <laughs> with that man. About it, it wasn't to like pull him away. I was like, I just want you to feel like. You know what you're talking about. Yeah. Because if I can find it and be like, wait a minute, and I approach you and you can't have the answers. No, I mean. It's just be more well-rounded. You, you can sure. still believe it, but like, oh, you know, I don't believe in this book, but I read it. it was, Josh wants to know what book. Oh, it, Lee B. Baker. Lee B. Baker, Josh. It's called Mormonism and False Pretenses. Yeah, give me, uh, if you get that, let me know. Not text Russ. <laughs> I'll, send, I'll send him the link I'll link it in the bio <laughs> uh, but yeah man but yeah it's, well I'd like, like I mean cause like I said it comes back to uh, everybody's guy like just wants to hold on to some purpose you know like I need something that just I can gives me hope for this life so religion is like the top thing of, oh it's probably the number one thing still oh, yeah, dude people sure. just flock to, rightfully so flock to I religion it. like it just gives them it gives them something to there is somewhere I'm going after I die. And you know what? For some people, it really works. Oh, yeah, dude. I didn't, I, like, like I said, me, I don't some, knock it at all. That's, there's some cousins who are still like really involved in with it. 
And I thought about the other day, and I was like, if they didn't have it, they would probably be. Yeah, maybe it, it worked for them, and I, I, I'm glad it did. No, that's um, I think it works for a lot of people. You allow people to, yeah. If it works for you, great. Yeah, you know, it didn't work for me. Yeah, it didn't work for me. I'm gonna support yeah. you, but I hope you support <laughs> me, but not make me feel like an asshole because I'm not part of what you're doing. Sure. Like, you should treat me like a normal human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it just didn't work. It didn't work out for me. So I researched. Do you? Oh, here's a question for you. A lot of them too. Because I found this when I moved here to Utah. Do you feel like you get treated differently if you're not Mormon here? No, I get. I feel like you get treated if you're not from here. Like you get when the moment I told people I'm from California. Oh, they were like, I don't, I'm done. I'm yeah, done talking with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Conversation over. Uh, it's weird. It wasn't even the, it wasn't even the religious thing. Um, because I work with people at work that are very LDS and things like that. Yeah. Super, super nice. Super like very loving, caring, nice people. But the moment I told them I wasn't from Utah, yeah. different game, man. Yeah, dude. See, dude, I swear they're it's like, like, ew, you're not from Utah? <laughs> like people come here to Utah and they're, you start talking and they're like, get into a subject and they're like, wait a minute, where are you from? You tell them, they're like, oh, oh, like you, you slum, go over there. Yeah, it's not, even, your the, not even the fact that you're Mormonism. Yeah, it's, it's like, if you're not from down. here. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, I remember when I first moved here, um, I saw my California plates. I kept getting ticket after Dude, ticket after you? ticket. All right, so parking yeah. tickets, and I would go up and down the row when I would look at my ticket. I'm like, "How am I getting this ticket?" And no one. <laughs> no so one. I, would, I would look up and down. Everybody else is from Utah. I'm like, nobody oh. else got a ticket but me. <laughs> but this California bastard. <laughs> this is because I have California on my it's plates. True, dude. Yeah. When I first moved here, they I hunt got, you down. I got four tickets within a week. I got three <laughs> within one week. That was a hundred oh, and something dude. bucks. Four take. I got pulled over four <laughs> times, and uh, it was all for like California plates. You don't have mud flaps on your truck. I'm like, I don't yeah. need mud flaps on my truck. You know, mud flaps. Five miles over the speed limit. Oh, hey, your front tail lights or front headlights out. It was like I every time t- I turned a corner, it was like. <laughs> I got a ticket for parking too close to where you pull out of a driveway. I was too close by your the nose driveway. Was in? I had to be 15 inches, and I was too close. I got you that. You took a tape measure out, dude. I got that what ticket. The f- who gets that ticket? I was like, what the? For parking too close to a driveway entrance? I wasn't blocking it. I was like right on the money. Yeah, it's, dude, Utah's and they different, got, dude, Utah's a stupid state. <laughs> the state is it is definitely different. It has, its, uh, it has its quirky things about it, for sure. Apparently, it has the, the second gayest community Dude, in downtown, the country. Downtown SLC, Crazy. man, they got like they're the gay community. The gay is community huge is huge down there, dude. Which still accept that, but I can't park close in a driveway and I get a <laughs> ticket. Doesn't make any sense, dude. That's two totally different things, man. <laughs> it's weird, man. I don't get that. Look at, hey, look who you decided to join. So, Lee's, you still there? Who's that, Jacob Solis? Looks like it. This oh, is Jay Solis. Man. He says hello like an old man. Hello. Hello. How do you say hello to old man? <laughs> hello. Hello. Oh, but and then we got, uh, yes, we got Cousin that? Josh said Lee B. Baker got it. You'll find it, man. He's the only guy. You know, Mormons, he's asking, they like to get their whole name. <laughs> Josh is asking, did you read Rough Stone Rolling? No, I haven't read that one. Asshole. You know who who brought a lot of my research up to was 
cousin Brandon. Oh yeah, I know. He, I think his Brandon. wife was on here a minute ago. Cousin Brandon, man, that guy. He's like, he's got some. That them, guy knows uh, everything about everything. Yeah, Josh, Brandon, and Candace. They're they're smart. Some pretty smart people. They're so smart. Josh so, is a physicist. Brandon's just stupid smart. <laughs> that makes sense. He's so smart. Yeah. Candace is just smart. Yeah. They're smart. And married a like football player, so she's smart there too. And well, he's a. Yeah, no, he's, Masters no, no, they got to, he's smart too. I think that's where all, all the smart genes went was to that family. I think so. <laughs> Screw you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're the best. They're the best cousins you can ask for. Uh, uh, oh, shit. We got, looks like, we got Smith. What up, Steve? Steve Smith. We got Jacob on there. Jacob says he's coming. What does that mean? You're coming through soon. I'm not sure. Coming back to California, if that makes sense. Russ, come back to Cali. And then uh, love Bryce Canyon. Yeah, dude, Bryce is dope, man. Love Bryce. Yeah. So That's the thing about Utah. The outdoors, wildlife is great, but everything else can suck a fat turd. <laughs> There's no, uh, well, okay, so just, I think it depends on where you're at, though. It can suck a like fat Salt, turd. Salt Lake City's got downtown life. No, it doesn't. Does it? I, There's plenty of bars here. down there, dude. Dude, I lived here for a year. There's well, nothing it's going you've been on. Fucking stuck in COVID time, so you there's nothing go going out. on downtown. Don't it sounds move like... here thinking like you're. Hey, Salt Lake downtown. There's nothing going Whatever, on, dude. I lived here. I know. Okay, Have you right. lived here? So I'm just saying. Saint. All right. So you got Salt Lake. You got St. George, where I'm at, where I live. There's there's no nightlife. There's zero nightlife. But you have everything, uh, anything and everything outdoors. You do whatever you want. I mean, you got hiking, mountain biking, boating, skiing, snowing, skiing, snowing. I mean, dude, it's that such an outdoor sense. community. Snowshoeing. <laughs> yeah, they got snowing. <laughs> they got snowing, icing. <laughs> if you're one of those adventurous people, like outdoors is my thing. That's my jam. Utah is for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everything else. If you're into music, art, um, free spirit, gay rights. <laughs> You know, liberal shit, Utah ain't for you. Yeah. L.A. would be <laughs> for you um, when it comes to music, freedom. It's like stuff like that. Fashion, it's just not, you know, stuff like it's just yeah, not I think, here. Uh, if it's you want to get outside, here. Utah's a place to go. But if you're yeah. looking for downtown or nightlife, you're not going to get much of it. No, not, no, no, not here. If you, if you like cold. And if you like expensive drinks, move to Utah. If you like this Four Seasons, Utah is great. But if you like also breathing bad air for the rest of your life, Utah is for you. Check out Inversion. Google Inversion. I'm sure Utah will pop up. Salt Lake will be number one on the list. That's why everyone has lung cancer out here as well as COVID. Because the Utah air is horrendously bad. Oh, my God, dude. It's horrible. Probably the worst. I believe it's the worst air quality in the country. From what I was told. Yeah. No, I don't know how true it, it is in the wintertime. Utah is, is the, the worst, worst air quality in the country. So it explains why they have a Huntsman, it's called the Huntsman Cancer Institution, because there's poison in the air. So be mindful of that if you choose to live here. Uh, all right, hold on. Let's take some. Uh, let's take some. Let's take some. Let's, let's take a couple let's get more, some, uh, and then we'll wrap on, it up. Let me go through this, and then we'll uh, call it quits here. The reason I want to wrap it up because. So Steve wants to know: Did you guys match on purpose? You know what? Until you said that. 
Oh, we oh, are shit. matching. No, I didn't realize that. <laughs> I didn't realize that either. Not on purpose. Just happened. It just happened. Uh, Russ is so hot. No homo. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Jacob. <laughs> it's true. Russ is a good looking dude. Uh, yeah, he's all right. <laughs> oh, good question. Steve says, where do I get good whiskey in Utah? Uh, I know. Go to the main distribution center of department. What is it called? <laughs> What's the Well, I think it depends of, on where you're at, though, because there's not... If you're not... in Salt Lake City, downtown, go to the district where everything comes in, the <laughs> distribution, distribution center of Department of Alcohol and Control, I think it's DAC. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like yeah. that. They have a main building, a main hub, and you can go in there and you can get anything your heart desires. So, yeah. so check that out. That, that's where you would go. Don't go to the state liquor stores because they all suck here. So yeah, Steve. To that point, like, uh, um, wait. Oh, liquor stores. Yeah, there's only state liquor stores in Utah. So there's pretty much yeah. To what you said, so nowhere. Uh, there's not <laughs> like, good places to go. If you're up in Park City, definitely recommend going to the High West Distillery. High West. It's okay, Studio. whiskey. It's all it's right. right. I mean, do right. the whiskey tasting test. Awesome, but state liquor stores and alcohol in Utah just suck. So, yeah, you're not gonna find like the greatest of the greatest stuff here. Let's do one more and we'll wrap it on up. So, you two should be on the cover of Sexiest Men Alive. <laughs> <laughs> Thick and Thin magazine. <laughs> the crispy cover. <laughs> <laughs> the crispy cover. Oh uh, shit. Well, right, well, we're gonna, gonna wrap uh, it up. Yeah. So Lisa says, ask anything. You got one. Taking one more question. What you got? Cool Ranch or Nacho Cheese? Doritos? Solis. Yay. You booze, you lose, fellas. <laughs> You're yeah. right. Absolutely. Drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. <laughs> I don't always drink, but when I do, Dos Equis. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, yo. We're out. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. Until next time, enjoy. And... Dude, what song have you been listening to? What's been on your mind? I always like to leave with a piece Dude, of music. I've been, I've been listening to Cascade um, Chains, man. Check it out, folks. Cascade Chains. song is called Chains. I'll link it. And uh, Thanks for as, listening. As always, thanks for listening. This is Herb. Out. <laughs>